this week on The Inswinger. Yeah, the game's super hard, right? There's nothing. They give you nothing. They're on the ball. They, they defend really hard. They foul. They, they really hit you hard. Just a few years ago, it was a toss of a coin. Mm -hmm. Who was the favorite for that game? I say they're dark horses for the World Cup every single, yeah. for every four years. There's a bit of a new look Milan. Guys like Pulisic, Musa, a little American flair. I'd love that, don't you? I'd love it. Good afternoon. Welcome back to a special episode of The Inswinger. I'm Charlie DiMatteo, joined by Harrison McGlashan and Aton Rosen, the Patriot League Offensive Player of the Year, Patriot League Tournament MVP. Aton, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, that's a great introduction. I have to. I know. Start, I, so. I try to hype up our guests. No, you've done well. I appreciate that a lot. Coach Island didn't have as much as this guy. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I know he'll be listening. So yeah, I'll, I'll, don't I'll, say I'll, that. I'll, I'll I don't, don't want to get in any trouble already. No, nah, no, nah, no trouble, no trouble. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Coach Nyland, I do want to start with you, Aton, and of the course. tremendous, historic, really, season you guys had, uh, BU Men's Soccer. It was clear you guys had a special group, won the Patriot League regular season title, then went on to win the tournament. But what do you think was the key to your consistency? Because the Patriot League is a, is a tough league. There's a lot of parity. Uh, to do it week in, week out, I think you guys were 6-1-1, one, your final record. You know, what was, was there something in particular you can pick out in your group uh, that made you guys you know, have such success this year? Yeah, the, the Paddy League's a tough league. Uh, winning on the road. Yeah, the, the Paddy League. I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a winning on the road is really hard. Uh, conditions, fields, every team plays really physical, tough to beat. Um, and yeah, we had an unbelievable season, right? We undefeated at home. But I think a large part of it is the work we've done over, uh, I would say, the year. So we were 19, 4, and 6. If you include like our spring games yeah, and Coach our preseason games. Game, yeah. Um, and that's really impressive. Uh, you have to say, like, you don't really realize that in the moment, but 19-4-6, uh, and six, that's that's a good team for sure, and, and there's some really good impressive results in there. And, like, think in, in the spring we beat Rhode Island. Uh, that was a tournament team uh, and a team that was a really good team in the A-10. Mm -hmm. Had a really good battle with Rutgers, which we felt we should have won on the road, and that team won their conference last year. Um, so it's all work and, and you know, Four years ago when I came here, you say, like, it's cliche to say that's the start of the process. Obviously, you know, a lot happens in between them. But, uh, you know, being one of Nylon's guys, really buying into that. And, yeah, it, it's a whole journey, and you have to remember that. And hopefully it's, like, on the way up from here for sure. I think from the outside looking in, you know, we've covered some of the games. And since, since our freshman year, we've definitely seen the progression all the way into I want to talk about the playoffs a little bit. That final against Lafayette, gritty game. Would love to get inside your head with, with that goal. Take us through uh, the, the lead up to that and the finish and just what it was like scoring in, in that final. Can we, can we get in this, inside the mind of, of Eton Rosen there? Yeah, so I have to preface it for sure by we went on the road there. Uh -huh. And uh, in the first half, I had one. I had a nice play where I cut inside and then I beat another guy. So I had two guys and I poked it wide and like ever since that one I was obviously our only loss in conference like uh, there's rivalry there's a yeah. rivalry between Lafayette and BU especially right now and they go at you guys oh yeah they like to play a little bit they're really physical Lombard yeah. get out of here <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing from me there oh uh, come on uh, no okay really good player obviously there's a it's kind of a 
But there's beef. There, there, there's, there's. You can sense it on the. You can sense it. The, yeah, of course. We we got into it, right? We got after the goal. We got into it. We did a little head to head. He's a really good player, I have to say. So uh, it's definitely someone you want to be in competition with. Um, I think uh, coming out on top was nice for sure, and and uh, having those moments was good. But yeah, the game's super hard, right? There's nothing. They give you nothing. They're on the ball. They they defend really hard. They foul. They they really hit you hard. So. Mm. I was hoping, I, I like to think that in games, uh, I'm dangerous. You know, that's a goal of mine always, just be dangerous. I know that in a final like that, that's gritty, I can make one, right? Like, uh, all I need is, you only need one goal mm. in a final like that. And mm. I have a lot of faith in myself that, you know, maybe on a, on a bad day, but I can create five or six. And and if I only need one, I can get one. Right. Um, so, like... Maybe in that game I hadn't had as much danger as I wanted to throughout, but look, and and I forget who was telling me, I think it was one of the parents of, of, of our guys or or uh, even someone that came to watch the fan, and they were like, the moment the ball popped in uh, to mid, like from midfield and into Aiden Bone, our nine, um, who was able to turn, like, that's a spot, right? They were pretty tucked in. Uh, I was I was waiting at the spot I've been in all year and, and in a game like that, we have them right zero zero. We just got to find a spot and uh, I know one of my roles in the team this year was to make a moment right. You you don't get to have the excuse if we tie zero zero like take off the field like I did my best. No, my best was to try to find the goal. So ball popped to bone and right back's a little inside, uh, which you know I'd like to think that I was going a lot in behind. And maybe more inside to just keep him keep him honest, and that ball comes down. And I kind of assumed that instead of doubling back, they were probably going to try to bring the center back over to block the shot, uh, just because the double back has been very tough. And I think I kind of killed teams that have tried to really mm. double back hard, just because they can get in front of the guy. Uh, but if you bring the center back, I think they think they can block it. Uh, but yeah, I, I so I knew I had a little more time than maybe looking back. I watch it and I'm like, wow, okay, there were maybe three guys right there. <laughs> uh, but uh, I knew that shot's on. Uh, you said that in your post game, like you, you've done that a thousand times. Like. I've done it a thousand times, and and, and it's really funny just because uh, in practice the guys always make fun about it, but they think that if a defender and, and they know, like the defender knows maybe what's coming on, the goalie knows what's coming on, but can't stop it. It's okay. I, you can stop it. <laughs> it's hard though because what I'm using is the defender, right? Yeah. Um, just bend it around him. Using him I'm, as like a I'm, guy. It's like Ari and Robin used to do. It. Yeah. Well, uh, right. Thierry Henry esque, as my friend Memo said on the call. It, so, it doesn't matter. Who cares if it's the same move every time? If you can't stop it, if it works, yeah. you it, know, it, right? It, I like the move just because uh, you want to not rely on the defender to beat. You want to beat the defender, right? You can't just have a move where if the defender knows it's coming, it's blockable and. Right, if he shifts over a little too much there, I'm mm. going through his legs. And if he wants to close his legs, I'm just like, I'm, I'm liking that chance that he just close, close the legs and it goes by him. Mm. So a defender's obviously blocking the goal, and especially if they know where I'm going, which I find helps me. I think as more teams kind of see it and they, they know where I'm going, the defender's going to try to block that. And I knew exactly that if I put it right over his foot, I'd have a good chance of it going in, and maybe the wind helped me a little. I have to mm, say. But, yeah, it was a windy day. But, uh, but yeah, you'll take it. Um, so it was an unbelievable moment. I think the guys worked so hard for it, uh, like keeping a clean sheet. Like, Hale is good, right? Like, he's a handful, and they play a really smart game, and 
and uh, our guys kept it 0-0, and they did their job, and I'd like to think I did mine. Yeah, big time. Uh, you you know, off the back of that goal, you guys had a ton of momentum going into the Syracuse game, which I want to get into. What was that process like of not only playing in the NCAA tournament, but playing against a defending national champion, scoring against a defending national champion, like taking the lead? That knee slide was just like chef's kiss. Oh, we you, need grass You here, can't man. do that at Nickerson because of the turf. The knee slide. Just tell me, talk through me uh, the process of the whole Syracuse game, scoring against them, the occasion of that. I'm a big grass guy. I love grass. Right. Uh, I hit the I hit a belly slide against Navy this year, <laughs> and I actually got up and I was a little winded and I didn't know why until I watched the video over and yeah, probably not the best idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I do love a good knee slide. I've always like that's what you see right and, yeah. and uh, that's those are kind of the yeah, moments kind of dream of. It's classic. Sure, it's a little standard and and uh, I but love when a, you pull it off, it's just. Yeah, and, and I love a little dance. I think the guys at Subway with a little dance. So I've okay. done a few dances this year like uh, just because the guys like Vinny and those guys, I think soccer's supposed to be fun. Pacatau, so. my boy. Yeah. What a player. The uh, Brazilians, they like yeah. it good. Yeah, they like, yeah and, and uh, my background's Mexican, so, uh, you know, all that. Uh, you're supposed to have fun, have some rhythm playing the game. But to stay on topic, uh, yeah, we were ready for sure. I think uh, we were really looking forward to that game. But it's tough, right? So the atmosphere is an unbelievable spot, right? They're the reigning national champs at the time and still are, I guess. The, f the finals are coming up now. Uh, but, yeah, we were really ready. We we can play that team, and, and we know we could play. It's uh, obviously going up a goal. Look, uh, I can't lie. That's That was an incredible moment. I would love to sit here and be like, I was completely calm and <laughs> you know what it was like uh, it was just like a regular day of the week but it wasn't it, it was a really cool moment and um you know some guys have joked saying i scored a little too early yeah which hurts a little but uh, like, i sorry it. guys yeah and and uh you're up a goal right and, and we held them for for 20 minutes yeah. it was uh, a good game you guys gave them a good game really good it game. was a really good game yeah. i think Look, they uh, have the advantage where they have played those big games before, yeah. a bunch. And if you look at us, where what top team had we played on the road? UNH, uh, and we gave them a really good game at their place, and you know, kind of had a really unlucky result that day. But that's almost two months where we really hadn't had a game like that. This is a different team. The the is really strong in, in terms of like physicality and the type of game. But these guys different style, different Technical. style. It's faster. They're bigger like the grass, everything. Um, and and I think, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they hit one, they hit two, they hit three, right? Just just like that. So. And it felt like other than those 10 minutes, you guys were the better yeah. team. Like the entire second half and up until they got their first goal, but there was this that little that burst where they kind of ambush you guys. Yeah, which is what, like, they do, right? Yeah, That's, yeah uh, they punish you. Yeah. They, they punish you, and, and, and they're at home, right? The, the atmosphere was unbelievable. You could tell from the, the scream. Yeah. Standards were... For NCAA soccer, it's, it was good to yeah. see yeah. from a, you know, yeah, and, perspective. And, and, look, it makes the goal so much sweeter, but, right. mate, like, when they start scoring... Imagine if you were at the other end where all their fans were. Oh, I wish, I wish. There there was one girl who, who before the game, was was talking, and uh, oh, yeah, I hit yeah. the knee slide, and I think I gave her a little play, which, <laughs> oh, looking nice. back, I have to say, maybe I regret no, that. No, uh, you got to milk that. Um, In the heat of the moment, you know, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, look, I, I will say it's 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 all fun, and, and looking back, you have to be really grateful. It's an unbelievable opportunity to play there and, and get the chance. Uh, I have to say, like, I'm disappointed, you know. Right. Um, 
look, I, I love the goal was great, but uh, I would like to find another one in the second half for our guys. I, I think uh, there, I were had, ch- there were chances. There were chances. There, there's a few I'd like back. So um, I'd like to think that if if we had another chance, we could probably make that game a little closer than it was, just literally on the score line because I think it was a close game. Mm. Um, so from that angle, like there's for sure some disappointment. Um, we had a really good team, some really strong players, and it's really tough when you let a 15-minute spell get the better of you. Yeah. Um, and it's just a few moments, right, uh, in a game like that, someone this, that, loses the ball, or or uh, just like regular defending off a cross or, or whatever can, can hurt you. And um, a team like that will punish you, which I don't think we were that used to. Right. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. We had a ton of fun following you guys. I can definitely speak for the entire kind of, you know, beat staff and Harrison and I calling games. It was such a fun season. Uh, but I do want to move on to some, you know, European footy slash North American footy slash Prem footy. Yeah. Because uh, I asked for your favorite team, and I got a, I got a couple different answers. Yeah, I give you a long answer. That's, That's my fine. Bad. I didn't know what to say. No, like, no, no. We're going to touch on, I think, the more all the three of those. Yeah. I want to start with your, who, your main team, mm-hmm. Toronto FC. You grew up in that area. Can you take us through, you know, growing up as a fan, some of the players you idolize and what Toronto FC means to you? You're making me sound like a bandwagon a little. Uh, oh, so no. you're saying he gave you multiple teams. No, I no, think, no, no, no. I think once we once we get yeah, to we'll it, get into I'm it. just I'm just putting myself. I'm not gonna say Real Madrid, Barcelona, yeah. and and Atletico Madrid are my three favorite teams. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a soft spot for all three actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I my parents immigrated from Mexico. I, I was born in Toronto. Okay. Um, and you know, like my dad is, you know, football crazy for sure, uh, and, and his brothers are, and, and a lot of the family is, so there was no teams in Toronto until 2006-07. Uh, Toronto FC was created. Obviously, there were the links before that, and I don't want to give a knock to the history. I have some coaches that played there, um, but <laughs> a first real professional big team, and uh, my dad was like the happy student. We got season tickets, so from the first year, we've had season tickets up until now. My dad still has them, um, so it's Oh my God, are we on year 17 now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so growing up, and uh, I went to every home game. Uh, we were we sat like right, so BMO Field now has a nice roof and lovely grass and a big 40, it's like 33,000. Back then it was like 17,000. We sat at the very top by the railing, and um, it was just unbelievable to have a team here. I'm a big believer that uh, I have friends from like all over the world and I play with a lot of guys. They have a team that you support locally that you go to every, like for me, that's my team. Right. That's a team I get to go support every week, uh, go watch every week, go interact with the with the players, with the people. And uh, it's, it really is a sense of community, right? Like I, we sit in a little section now and I've known those guys for, for 10 years, right? Like they've seen you grow up and, and even the people from the very first 17 years ago, we, we still are in touch with them, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single home game. We were the worst team in the world by our own players coin, coining in, I think it was 2012. Um, so it was a lot of downs, and uh, which, you know, sucks. You're, you're a West Ham fan, so you know about I that. Don't, don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm an Everton fan. It gets, oh. it gets worse. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so grew up watching them, going to all the home games. I've been to a few road games, too. Um, just like that's what we were looking for. My dad really kind of 
loves the game and, and any opportunity to do that. So we obviously had our unbelievable years in 2017, yeah. which was unbelievable to see. And, and um, yeah, that's through, through thick and through thin, for sure. That's, that's my team, that's the team I grew up watching. Love that. What about let, let's let's shift to 100%. overseas here. You you were in England one summer with, with Brentford. Can you can you talk about that experience? What it was like playing overseas and training overseas, and you know the culture differences. Maybe what what was that like for you? Yeah. So uh, I actually um, Sunderland and Brentford just had uh, events in Toronto where they were kind of scouting. They would bring coaches over and. Oh. Um, Actually, not through those events, but kind of just them kind of seeing me and, and being involved in the process for a few years. Both of them invited me to go. So I went to Brentford and Sunderland. Now, I will say Sunderland uh, was an unbelievable opportunity, but it's really tough. Uh, it's a whole, like, the Tyneside is, is a whole different culture. It's, right, um, yeah. Have you seen Sunderland Till I Die? The yes, I have, series? which was really Great. crazy. It's really So I was so there. I've, I've been there. They have an unbelievable facility. Like, you're watching... And you're like, yeah. how do they have so much money and right. and all that? It's got to be tough with them. It was really tough. I didn't do that well. I was wasn't my best experience. They put me to train like two years up, I guess, to see if I was ready, and maybe I wasn't. And um, you're kind of a little isolated. And and then I was lucky to go to London to to train with Brentford, and I got to play a game. We played like the Irish national team, and and I trained oh, wow. there for a few weeks. That went really well, actually. Um, I was with I. I got to interact more with the guys. It felt a little more serious, maybe, in terms of their interest. And yeah, it was it was really cool. I remember playing. Uh, oh, there's a few guys from that team that we played in the Irish national team that have really gone on to go on to the first team. I forget um, exactly who right now. I'm blanking. But like, yeah, the the football was super fast. Yeah. Uh, the tackles. I remember a guy two footed me, just like two footed. Studs up, jumping tackle, yellow card, <laughs> and I remember. Welcome uh, to England. Welcome to England, a little bit, and actually I remember at the end of the, maybe with like five or ten minutes left, he the ball was in the air and he went to go chest it, and I went to go put my foot on it, Ooh. try to control it, and I got him right in the chest, yellow card, no problem. We shook hands at the end Damn. of the game. Uh, it was it was a welcomed English footy yeah. moment. Uh, I like to think I hold my own. I did. Uh, at Brentford, I was much more successful. They invited me back. Unfortunately, Brentford then shut down their academy. That was like right around when they went the B team route. So now they have no academy and they just have a B team. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. That surprised that's where, me out um, of a club like them because they're so. Uh-huh. I guess their scouting is so important. And they have uh, Romeo Beckham now. Yes. Plays for the the B team. That's yes. They yeah. So they play in what Premier League two? Like. Is it? I yeah. think they just schedule friendlies. Actually. Really? Yes. Yeah, because they're not they... technically under twenty-three. I yes, think. they just That's play games. That's interesting way of doing. So when when did you go? How this old? This must you? have been twenty. Ooh, I think it was twenty seventeen. I might be wrong. So you were in high school at the time. Exactly, yeah. and uh, it was literally they they invited me. Up. We were planning on going back to to like a longer stint and and hopefully with the potential of staying. And uh, like the talks were going really good, and they 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 went that model. So mm. that was kind of interesting. They're, but, they're a well-run club, though. What a you could tell right there. They had nowhere near the facilities of a of a Sunderland, right? right. Like we trained on a turf pitch by a school, and uh, and we played games there, and, and there was like a little bubble, um, and then they have their training facility that was you know they have like three four pitches, which is a really nice facility. But like Sunderland had fourteen pristine grass pitches mm. and an indoor turf complex it was unbelievable like and you go to lunch and and uh 
you could name some like Sunderland old guys from that Premier League team back then because they were in the Prem then. Yeah. Yeah, you just like sit there and they're all there. That's sick. Which was cool. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a, a really blessed to have that opportunity. And I think because it went well, I have a little soft spot for Sunderland, but I. Well, they drew Newcastle in the FA Cup. I did oh, see that. Wow. What? And Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. I will be we've watching that game at home. And we've got Palace away. Did you use the word? Everton. Oh, My right, dad right. is from oh. Liverpool, so oh, I didn't have a that's choice. That's tough. Yeah. You think you'll make up the 10-point deficit? Be honest, I think man. so. I think we'll be... Well, it's, Nothing for Sean it's a tricky schedule coming up, but I, I, I have faith. If, if there's one year, you know, where we can afford it, and, and I'm, you know, I'm furious, which we got into last yeah. episode, uh, it is this year. We would have been screwed the past two years, but I think we have a fight. A couple of good clips up on TikTok explaining our, our yes. feelings. Shout out, yeah. InSwinger on TikTok. Go, go follow us on TikTok. All right, uh, I just want to move on briefly to the fact that you are a bit of an AC Milan yeah, fan. Yeah. I feel like Milan... It's I'm, a big, a, I'm a big AC yeah, fan. Yeah, literally, like, it's not my... Uh, I would say bigger than Brentford. I right. think the Bees are kind of just a good connection, and yeah. I'll watch their games in the Prem for sure and, and support them, but I, look, I grew up watching AC Milan. That's, those are my guys. Yeah, you so. romanticize teams like Milan. Who, 100%. Are the, who are some of those guys you grew up watching? Because I'm like, you're a little older than us, not by much, <laughs> um, but who are some of those guys you like, whether it was, I don't know, uh, could be anyone, Ebro or uh, uh, Catuso. See, yeah, yeah, exactly. This, yeah, exactly. Um, 2005-06. Uh, they won the, the Champions League and yeah. I was five years old. Um, so in my dad, in my house, yeah, I watched, probably I watched that game. And, you know, my dad, actually, my dad was an Inter Milan fan growing up. And maybe to be a little bit of a rebellious child, you I picked that. AC. I oh, picked the Rossoneri. And, uh, yeah, Kaká is, m- might be my favorite player of all time. Okay. Sneak peek for the, yeah, we'll the dream team. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love the way he played. The way he kind of glided on the pitch, obviously Pirlo uh, was unbelievable, and Zaghi, all those guys. Right. Gattuso, uh, Shevchenko. I really lo- like watching Shevchenko growing up as well. You ever go? Have you been to a Milan game at San Siro? I have been? never been. I have never been. Uh, that might be on. I'd our love to list. go. Yes, yeah. My uncle's a big oh. AC Milan fan. Okay. Oh my God, it's on my bucket list. I need to go see a, a derby de la Madonnina for sure against Inter. So that'd be insane. It yeah. would be insane. Uh, yeah, and look, they had a bit of a banter period. Um, yeah. So there uh, are so, like, but you know, makes a. I probably was the biggest fan during the banter period, mm. just because you really once everyone's hating and and you really gotta like, you know, be closer with the team in terms of how you know through the ups and the downs. Yeah. I don't mind that. Um, and there's a bit of a new look Milan. Yeah. You know, the guys like Pulisic, Musa, a little American flair. You guys love that, don't you? I love it, dude. And Pulisic scored a great goal at the weekend. What, what, have, you, what, have, you, what have you made of the? They had a big summer. Reinders came in. Uh, Chuck Wazy came in. a great in. window. Yeah. Yeah, good window. Because they used that Tonali money. Mm. So what have you made of, of their start to the season this year? Look, uh, I know you guys love your Pulisic oh, and your Moose. Look, I don't think Moose is at the level <laughs> for, for, for yes. AC Milan. Maybe one day. Oh, he's, he's just class. He, good player, good player, I very good player. I love, uh, I like Loftus Cheek. I've yes. always liked him. Yeah. Yes, I like him. So there's some, uh, there's good players, and, and I think Manyan. And for me, Tamori is one of my favorite players, well, especially yeah. as he, so he's he's also Canadian. Unfortunately, he didn't pick to play for Canada. Shocker. But he grew up. Yeah, come, hey, don't say it like that. Uh, <laughs> I said he should be in the England squad. I, I support be. England because of my dad, and like I've I've always called for, for Tamori. He absolutely should be. He can really defend really well. One v one, plays the ball really well. And and look, like any center back's kind of built on confidence. So I know he's had his ups and downs, and he was you know in and out of the lineup at the beginning of the year, um, but. 
he grew up in Calgary. He should play for the Canadian national that, team. Nah, he he, he would have, you know, you put him in the back line for the World Cup. I'm not saying we win the whole thing, but uh, we'd have a chance. We'd have a chance. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So I really like uh, that kind of backbone. Uh, Ryan's just a really good player. I really like Chukwesi. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, he brings a little special element. Look, we're kind of lacking in a nine. Um, Giroud's holding it down. Uh, yeah, of. but he's old and he gets injured. Yeah, true. And um, Jovic just, I mean, he can't buy a goal. This yeah. Guy. He's, I mean, every time I watch him watching the highlights, he hits the bar, he puts it over. Yeah. It's like he can't, yeah. What a fall from grace. I, I know. Oh, what a him. player he was. At Frankfurt. Frankfurt. What him a and, player. Him and Hilaire, your boy. Oh, <laughs> I really think, how, like, obviously, it's really his story is kind of sad. But it is. Uh, he's such, he was such a good player and... Uh, He's and one of those David guys. Moyes happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, you go to West Ham as a, as a number nine, right. and you've got no chance. Too. Look at Skamaka, too. He's scoring bangers every week now. For what a Hansel. player, too. I don't even Arnautovic is back at Inter. Dude, yeah. I didn't even know that until I, was like, I saw I was watching that Inter-Benfica game yeah. midweek, which yeah, what was a, a sensational match. Oh, my God. Game. And Arnautovic comes on. I'm like, are you kidding me? This he guy, scored. He's been everywhere, I he's, feel like. He's good. He had a really good year last year at uh, Bologna. So yeah. He kind of got Well, he went to China. I was like, all right, that's it. See you, Marco. And then... Yeah, pops up back again. Yeah, weird. My Once dad he, always liked him. He's like, I take him at Everton. I'm like, dude, he's this guy, such an Everton player. He's just he's so such, gritty. But you he's think such he's a, a West Ham player? Well, too, at West Ham, right? Everton, we're not so different. Yeah. You know, very similar quality wise, yeah. right? Yeah, that's interesting. Milan. All right, so last part here. This is a big one. I want to tackle. I want to get one through eleven. Mm-hmm. Your dream team. We did this five. We did a five aside version with Coach Nyland. Didn't know some of the players. He outdated can I, us. Can I, can, I, can I get some? Do you remember some of the players uh, he so gave you? One player he gave was Dunga. Do you know oh, okay. Yes. So and I, I was like, I was like, who? Okay, yeah, so it, it is actually, us. I will yeah. tell you my, not my claim to fame, but my, uh, one of my, you know, somehow this, I figured this out, but my mom's best friend, and so I would consider her my aunt. That's right. what I like, yeah, Latin yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. I would call her my tia. Mi tia. So her husband, uh, it's his brother. Um, so we actually have a close relation with him in terms of like over over the years. Mom's friends, bro- husband's Mom's brother. Friend, which no, hu- exactly. So yes. So he my. Where does Dunga un- come into this? He, so he's my uncle. So my uncle would be his brother. Uh, we would call him my uncle. D- no, actually, Dunga. Actually, Dunga. <laughs> no way. So so. Does Nyland know this? I think he thinks I'm joking, or oh. he doesn't know I'm being serious. But over the years, and I have some memorabilia like. After the games and stuff, I have been like sent things and past things, That's sick. Right? like photos and stuff like that, and, and like little autographs. Wow! Oh, and uh, I'm hoping he says if if we go to Brazil, we'd have a we'd have a little in there with him and, and can maybe get a meet That'd him and great. everything. It would be cool. But yeah, wow. Okay, so he said, guy, come on, let me give me if you give I me think one he had more." Gerard. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, because he's Liverpool. Defensive fan. players, right? Yeah. But let's start with you. Who's, okay. Let's start in goal. Yeah, who's your goal? I want your formation, and I do want a manager too, one through eleven. Let's okay. get into it. Keeper, uh, I think, uh, look, you can give me the Lev Yashin argument all you want, but the greatest goalkeeper of all time is Manuel Neuer. Neuer, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have any disputes here, but in my opinion, he uh, should have won the Ballon d'Or when Germany won the World Cup. Mm. I think that would have been, people aren't, don't talk about that enough. I think he was the best player on his club team, and he was the outright best player in the world. I think mm-hmm. that's a, that might be a hot take. It's difficult for goalies, isn't it? It's difficult for goalies, I but if there's any guy own. that, like, he, he, it. He, in the 2020 Champions League final, he won that game for Bayern over PSG. He made some unreal saves, I remember. That's a good shout. Neuer is the epitome of the modern goalkeeper, yeah. the way he played with his feet. Mm-hmm. He, he was kind of the first, really, to, to do that extremely well. That's a good pick. He, he changed the game, Yeah, and I think he changed the game. Now, now look, every keeper. Yeah. Uh, we have keepers play left right. center back now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
right center back. I was actually thinking it was thrown on the way here. I'd say Rafa Marquez. Okay. Uh, nice. uh, a little Mexican flair in there. Yeah, look, it's been tough watching the Mexican national team lately. You got my boy though. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna reignite it all, Edson Alvarez. Um Edson's a, a bright light and maybe a dark, dark little... It does seem like a weird period right now for Mexico. Very tough. They're not really... I mean, the U.S. has sort of surpassed them, it seems like, in Congo. Ooh, okay. At least for now. But I remember... I mean, I feel like just a few years ago, it was like... It was a toss of a coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the favorite for that game? Who was going to win it? Now, if it, it seems like it leans U.S. It does. When, when they come up against each other. So. I, I would love to say it doesn't. It's, I, it does right now. Yeah. Um, so I'll put Rafa Marquez and, and hope that the Mexican national team kind of, hopefully yeah. Edson Alvarez can, can keep on doing good things at West Ham and, and lead them. Uh, we need some forwards that can score yeah. goals. And Santi Jimenez yeah, is Jimenez doing that. Doing it. So Fire maybe if he actually started for his country like he should, uh, we'd get somewhere. A little, uh, little chirp. Yeah. Um, I hope the Mexican national team manager is watching this right now and he can play <laughs> him. Uh, so you're going four at the back or five? Ooh, uh, no five. All right, four. Let, let's put so some attackers. Who's that left center back? Like left center back, uh, I really do like Tamori. I know it's like a dream eleven, right. and, and you can go it. anywhere. I like the contemporary. Yeah, picks, but I I gotta give it to a guy who was born and raised in Canada and has kind of really made it up the ranks. And uh, yeah. what he's done is really impressive. And I really like the way he plays. I think he's really mobile and um, so fast. He is quick. He's quick, technical, sharp, and. He really should be England center back, and he should be Canada. Should be in the back. squad at least. And you could say, look, he's maybe a traitor because he picked England, but um, I, th- I, I get his decision. Obviously, yeah. Makes, makes yeah, he's sense. good enough, right? I mean, he's definitely good enough to be in that team. Yeah. Fullback. Fullbacks. Um, look, Danny Alves in his day. Wow. Can't go wrong. What a player, right? Just uh, and and I think likewise on the left side. Oh, I almost went Marcelo there, but Alfonso Davies will be my left yeah, back. Yeah, you gotta have fun. Without a doubt, we gotta have fun. Canadian talent of all time. Got, like you mean, on his way. Yeah, right. He's, he's there. I By think. the time he finishes his career, yeah. he's well, Madrid are sniffing around him already. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see it. He's look. I think people have kind of lost sight that he is still the best left back in the world. Um, yeah, because uh, he's so attacking. I mean, he was a winger at, in Vancouver, and they turned him. Come on, he can defend. I know, but, but he's the pace is just yeah. it's unbelievable. Look, and and they, I was actually at the game against Jamaica, uh, where we now have to go to a playoff to just make the um, Copa America. But uh, he, watching him play live, watching him play on on the television, watching what he's done is just such an inspiration yeah, for, for totally. any Canadian. And he's just changed the game, right? He's like the biggest Canadian athlete in the world right now. So. Right. Left back Davies, center back Tamori, right center back Rafa Marquez, and then Danny Alves at right back. And Danny Alves at right back. Solid back four. Like Neuer and goal. Yeah, with Neuer and goal, it's a bit everywhere. I yeah. don't know if uh, Tamori and uh, Neuer and Marquez would get along. <laughs> I would love to see that. Someone yeah. would have to probably get in there and, and actually defend. Yeah, yeah, and actually start defending instead yeah. of thinking they were forwards who could dribble up. <laughs> the three of them would go yeah. in the midfield. Yeah, that'd be a mess. Um, All right, let's okay. get to the midfield. Ooh. This is where it gets juicy. This is tough, right? There's so many really good midfielders. Uh, it's tough not to say Busquets. Okay. I just think the way he plays is so elegant, so smart, so good. And it'd be a shame. So I, I'd go Busquets, Kaká. Okay, Kaká seems to be the and then the crown jewel. The crown jewel, and another kid, a guy I will, uh, grew up watching and just mesmerized is is Iniesta. Mm. I think uh, everybody loves Iniesta. Yeah. Everyone, don't they? Look, Modric just misses out uh, for okay. sure. Uh, what a player! Like just a, a joy to watch. Yeah, he just misses out. 
Stefan Estacchio just misses out. Mm. Uh, also, a really good player. I love watching him play. But that's a well, that's a balanced midfield three, right? And he has to, and Busquets kind of sit, and then Kaka roams. That's yeah. that's dangerous. It, it, I would love to not go cliche with the with Iniesta and Busquets. I wish I could give you like a little hipster pick. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it, we'll see when the hipster picks like a. We got fr- we got the front three coming up. We got a front got three. three. Give me. Uh, uh, Messi on the right. Okay, just instant. best player of all time. It's yeah. not close. Where do you, you don't stand. There's no debate with him and Ronaldo. No, right there's now. no debate. Okay. The okay. debate is like whether he's the second or third best player okay. of all time. I would agree. Uh, Messi, and I actually joke about with this everybody. Like when he retires, like might be the saddest day of my life. Uh, it's it's just, coming. I, it, it, he, you got to go see him play in the MLS. Oh, yeah, surely. I'm sure those tickets are going to be nuts. But my right. dad won't sell those tickets to watch Messi. He will watch Messi. Yeah. Um, I think every single day growing up, watching La Liga, uh, whether it was at a 11 o'clock kickoff, that 2.30 kick, oh, growing up. So you're a big La Liga guy. Huge La Liga. I, I watch a lot of Prem. My dad my huge Arsenal fan. Okay. Um, but uh, watched a lot of La Liga growing up. So 2.30 kickoff, it was... Like, that was the big game of the day yeah. in my house. Uh, and, yeah, like, Messi is just unbelievable. Oh. Uh, watching him every week, watching what he's done. Um, he's a joke. He's an alien. He's an alien. He's yeah, so good. He so have to put in Messi. All right, yeah. two more positions. Your position included. It's tough. There, there are so many really good players. Uh, and, I, and I feel like I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this back and go, how did I miss this guy? <laughs> For sure. Um, up top. Oof. So many good players. I, I could say Jonathan David. Mm. Um, we had a we had a joke within the team that I, I said he was a top 10 striker in the world last year when he was killing when it. He was in form. And, when he was in form. And I've been saying that for like three years. And he finally kind of hit form. And there was like an ESPN list that had him nine. And I sent that in our group chat. <laughs> nice. And I was like, guys, but he won't be my nine. I cl- a guy I really emulated in a way when I play nine, I think... Is super underrated, and I love to watch play. And obviously, maybe he misses some chances, but just the sheer amount of danger and number of chances and his movement. Uh, Cavani. Mm. I, I really like enjoyed watching Cavani growing up. I think like uh, his goal for Uruguay is in, in the World Cup, oh, that curler. Oh, First it, time, that so was nuts. Those moments, and, and the guy can score, finish, and sure, he, he might miss a few uh, easy ones sometimes. Uh, but he is one of the best strikers I've ever seen. Definitely. I think he's one of the best strikers of the generation. Mm. I think I really liked... Look, I actually grew up a, a Balotelli fan. Um, maybe when I was a little uh, immature, but uh, <laughs> he can play. But Cavani, growing up watching him, uh, when I play nine and get the chance to play nine, just the little sharp movements he does, yeah. it's just so smart. Yeah, underrated now. Underrated. I think he, he's had a great career. Napoli, uh, PSG, even at United, he, he was doing goals. the business at yeah. United. I mean, he scored against Everton a couple times. He did. Probably. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and he did the. He used to do the. I love that the celebration. Bow and what a celebration! The little bow and yeah. No, him and Suarez up front for Uruguay. Oh, uh, and look, I, I, I don't think they're done. Yeah. They're not done. I think I think Uruguay. They're, they're giving are, it one more go. I I say they're dark horses for the World Cup. <laughs> every single yeah. for every four years, I say. Me too. Uruguay's I, I said that in Qatar last year. Yeah. And they're gonna. They do. They do feed off. I feel like they're they seem like an underdog kind of team. They're, they're feisty. Like, they're feisty. They let me down. They let me down. Yeah, they're uh, hit or miss. They're obviously hit or now miss. they have Bielsa at the helm and yeah, uh, right. they're doing really well in qualifying, so it's nice to see. And they have some really good young players coming yeah. through. Um, obviously Valverde and, and that generation. They got hurt again. Um, I know. Yeah. All right, last position, left winger. Uh, left winger. This is your position. Uh, 
my god look i play a little inside so oh. you could almost put kaka there and then uh, rotate another guy in midfield left winger oh my god i and trust me i thought about this though since you sent me we were going to talk about it oh my god left winger i'm going to go with someone from from today uh right now that i'm really enjoying playing i, I could go historical there's some like obviously unbelievable players Thierry Henry is just, mm. he's a bit taller, he's a lot faster than I am, but, um, like, you know, I didn't really grow up watching him play, I can't say that, but how good he was, I, I, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm putting on the left, uh, I, he, might, he might be more of a, a, a striker, but um, he's the most exciting player I've ever watched live, and he's uh, one of the best players I've ever seen. I don't, you guys are not going to have any idea where I'm going with, but Sebastian Jovinko. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a I have great to give, niche one. I have that's to give one. one. I almost I was put, wondering if there'd be an MLS. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bradley, and if I look, if I could do the list again, maybe I switch Bradley for Busquets. I think Bradley is, he might be my favorite player of all time in mm, terms of yeah. what he's done. Yeah. But in just like singular moments and Jovinko was magic. Well, I, when you said Toronto FC, that's the first name I think of. Jovinko. Yeah, he ran I MLS remember. for the longest time. Uh, what he a player. Brilliant. I, yeah. I loved him and Josie. Those yeah, guys Josie were my favorite player. No, I could... Uh, if you guys know, I, uh, Torsten Frings was uh, a baller back in the day for Toronto FC. Let's see, that's a niche name. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, a niche name. Uh, the, the Guzmans. Uh, um, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember the we had, we had We had one. The the, yeah. wor the worst right. brother, unfortunately, but still a good yeah. player. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, uh, the DPs for Toronto FC had been a bit of a miss. For There's that strong Italian link now with Bernadette. Yeah, what have you made of the Italians uh, this, this past couple seasons? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather not talk <laughs> okay. about it. Um, it's a bit of a sore subject. They're obviously uh, wonderful players. Uh, I just think the club is in a rough spot right now. Sure. Um, but, like... Just like looking at what Jovinko did, um, and Jovinko, we had Defoe come in, and Defoe got left because he got homesick and had to go to his mom. That's the story, <laughs> and so it was just like guy after guy that would come in as a designated player yeah. for a lot of money, and just kind of disappoint. We had um, I don't know if you guys know who Mista is, but this is another name, but he's supposed to be like the biggest DP flop ever, um, Real Madrid player. Back in the day, he was our first ever DP signing, and nobody knows who he is. So yeah. He came to the MLS. Um, we, we, lots of guys like that. So when Jovinko came in... He was kind of the answer to the prayers. He's, he was the answer to the prayers, and, and maybe he's a little out of place. But he always kind of roamed on the left anyways. That's a good comparison, because that's kind of like you. you sometimes uh, you're up front, sometimes you're off the left, you tuck in. He, he might be a little more uh, dribbly than I am, for yeah. sure, but just... How dangerous he was mm. on the field! Whenever he got the ball, you stood up, and it was just like watching um, an unbelievable player play. I think maybe my player comp is wouldn't be Jovinko, but uh, he's was my favorite player all time to watch for sure over like a period of time That's in person in the stadium. Yeah. He has to be in my team. I'm sorry, Michael Bradley. You should also be there. On the shelf. What about Joe's. a manager? What about Michael Bradley? Can he manage? Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley. So he's managing right now. I know. Uh, so, all right, so who is so the last point here? Who would be your manager of your dream team? Oh, manager. Uh, a guy who plays really beautiful football, Sean Deitch, for sure. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No chance. Kevin Nyland. Ke Kevin Nyland, 100%. Uh, now, a manager. Ooh. Uh, I think watching. Look, I. I, I 
I think football is very pragmatic too. In some ways, you you have to win. Um, so like you can easily name Bielsa, and I think what he does with the team is mm. beautiful. Obviously, they run a lot, but um, I think the way they play and and how amazing it is to watch their teams. It's tough not to say Pep. Mm. I just like you just love beautiful with football. With that team too that you've picked. I mean, that's he, he would good. do well. He'd I think, love that. I think you have Messi and Jovinko on on, on yeah. either side. That's dangerous. Barcelona boys in midfield. So it, it's tough not to say Pep. Um, I will say Greg Vanny is my favorite manager of all time. I think he gets not enough credit for what he did with that Toronto FC team. It's <laughs> tough to manage egos, <laughs> and we had some. And like, look what happened Toronto FC after he left. Um, so. And Greg Vanny's, uh, uh, again, very niche show. And I love the niche show. I like the Toronto FC yeah. references. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit of a, of a homer for the club. But you have to. It's your team. It's my yeah. team. Uh, and he, he led us to glory. But give me... Uh, and uh, look, John Herdman, another really good manager coming up now. And obviously left Canada for Toronto FC. And I think maybe the World Cup wasn't as successful yeah. as we wanted. But yeah. there were signs. People joke, but it was the hardest World Cup group uh, in the last 60 yeah, yeah, years. Two teams group. in the semifinal. Uh, Belgium doesn't even go through, which it was a weak Belgium team, but there hadn't been two teams in the semifinal in, I think it's like 60 years. So as much as, and, you know, we missed a pen. We had a few things go against us, a few refereeing decisions, mm. you know. Don't like to talk about all that, but <laughs> give me Pep. Pep. Pep give me Pep. What a team. It's not a niche pick. It's for the pick everyone goes yeah. for. Give me Pep. Though. It's the right pick for that for that setup. Yeah, that's, it's a great team. Give me Pep. You just and look, uh, he's the best manager in the world. It's hard to of all time. Who of all time with only what is it two Champions Leagues? Oh, I don't know. Not I don't yet. know. Not yet. The, you got you got to get the volume. Uh, but yeah, it's a great team. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode, Aton. Round of applause. Yeah, thanks for oh, joining us. Nice. team. Thank you for having it. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me on. Uh, following in uh, Kevin Allen's footsteps <laughs> is always an honor. He's so. a trailblazer. He's a, yeah. he's a trailblazer. Uh, Patty League trailblazer for yeah. sure. Uh, so thank you guys for having me. It's yeah, a really course. cool setup and always down to talk footy. Yeah, so. and we'll be watching Eton's uh, next move very closely. So we'll, we'll, we'll watch out for that. All right. Thank you for listening.